Riviera Radio Business News. Shall we go with that, I think, instead? Morning, Henk, how are you? Good morning, very well, thank you. Listen, I don't know what your day is looking like, but it's unlikely to be as turbulent as Liz Truss. Now, it's been a bit of a difficult time, as we know, for the UK Prime Minister over the course of the past few weeks, let's put it that way. Today, she faces the daunting task of Prime Minister's question time at noon. There'll be no hiding under the desk. She'll face the full force of the opposition and the House of Commons. So set to be an interesting political moment, uh, so get your popcorn ready for that one. Do you think she'll still be here by Friday? <laughs> yeah, our homage to our old friend right there, isn't it? Um, he'll be enjoying this from uh, from his uh, retreat in Bordeaux, I'm sure. So, uh, yeah, Rob will be watching this. Uh, will she... I don't know, it's not for me to say around the, the, the lifespan of politicians. So uh, we'll leave that to the Conservative Party and the powers that be. OK, markets, what's happening to them? European equity markets gave up the majority of early gains yesterday. Stock 600 still was up three-tenths, one percent at the close, but it was up as much as 1.4% during the course of the trading session. Construction and automakers outperformed, while mining and energy stocks dropped as commodity prices weakened. On Wall Street, the S&P 500 closed up 1.1%, registering back-to-back gains. Equities have recovered in recent days. As investors focus on earnings and cheaper valuations, but as we know, sentiment remains fragile as macro risks remain elevated. And uh, UK inflation? Yeah, UK September inflation report is just in and shows consumer prices rose 10.1% year on year in September. Uh, we forecast it would be 10%, so marginally higher than where we were, fueled by few food prices, which rose 14.8%. 10.1% matches that 40-year high that we saw back in July. I do expect that September print will be the peak in terms of core inflation as lower goods prices start to cert downward pressure towards the end of the year, which I think when we look at UK inflation, we would expect it to moderate during the course of next year, but still averaging 5%, which is obviously well above that 2% target. Bank of England have already hiked rates into negative territory. I think given the elevated inflation profile, the easing in terms of the fiscal policy, although part of that, of course, has been returned, still suggests another 75 basis point increase November 3rd meeting. Markets are even higher than that, looking for something closer to 100 basis points. We think we need to see another half of 1% increase in December, putting the terminal rate at the end of the year at 3.5%. I think the prospects of a recession in the UK is likely to take some of the wind out of the Bank of England's tightening sales as we go through the course of next year. Uh, it's good numbers for Goldman Sachs. Yeah, shares in Goldman Sachs up 5.6% yesterday, reporting third quarter results that beat analysts' expectations. They were buoyed by strong results in fixed income and equity trading units, which helped to offset weakness. It's investment banking business, which slumped 57%. Companies avoided deal-making and capital markets. Revenue from equity and debt underwriting collapsed, as did merger advisory fees. Trading operations posted a 6.2% 
billion dollars in terms of third quarter revenue. That was an increase of 11%. Goldman is in the process of reorganizing its business. The firm plans to put its banking and trading units together and uh, fuse its wealth operation with asset management. Goldman said it will pull back from the strategy to build a consumer banking operation. Shares in Goldman rising nicely, helping to recoup some of the 17% year-to-date loss that we've seen ahead of those results. And Netflix, they've stopped losing customers, their shares are up. Yeah, winning them back, if anything. Netflix shares up 14% after subscriber growth returned in the third quarter. The company added 2.4 million new subscribers in the September quarter. That was ahead of its forecast of a net gain of 1 million. The growth followed back-to-back quarterly uh, defections in terms of customers. Netflix now has 223 million subscribers. Streaming company said some of its competitors is now starting to raise prices and rein in some of their content spending, suggesting they're now in a strong position to take them on. Netflix saying most streaming companies are losing money where they are profitable. Netflix is pushing through with two strategic shifts in effort to try and boost its revenue and its subscriber base. Firstly, a cheaper version, which will include ads. Secondly, they said they're cracking down on password sharing. Netflix revenue rose 6% to just under $8 billion. Profit was $1.4 billion. Are you a Netflix fan? Do you watch it? I am. I am a Netflix fan. I don't get to watch it too often, to be honest with you. But I like the platform. I like the the format, to be honest with you. I don't know if it uh, needs an injection of perhaps some new content. Perhaps that's one element we've been seeing. The problem is it's so fragmented now. When I turn on my TV, there's like eight different platforms. I can see Disney and... Um, Amazon Prime and blah, blah. And all I think is I must be paying for all of these somewhere along the line. <laughs> so I find it all a little bit depressing when I don't have a great deal of time to watch it, quite frankly. I hear they're bringing back Teletubbies, so you, your kids are about... Well, maybe, oh, okay. maybe they've grown out of that already, yours, probably. Yeah, my, I was going to say, I might enjoy that. I don't know if the kids <laughs> will still enjoy it, but there we go. Tipsy-whipsy. OK, foreign exchanges, please. I don't think there's a tipsy-whipsy, <laughs> is there? Tipsy-whipsy, isn't it? Po, there's a Po. Tipsy-whipsy? <laughs> there's a Po. Tipsy, I think oh. that's something, I think that's a bit more personal to you. Tipsy whipsy. Oh, <laughs> I think you're bringing something from home into the office now. Pound against the dollar just below 113 this morning. Euro dollar coming in 0.98. You're going to get just under one euro and 15 cents for your British pound this morning. It's, tipsy whipsy. No. Over to you. Tipsy, Lovely. Tinky winky. That's what Where's Whipsy? I Who's know where Whipsy came from. There's Dipsy and Dipsy. <laughs> Nor do I. <laughs> right, Dear yeah. me. Okay, speak to you tomorrow. Have a good day. <laughs> Hank Potts from Barclays, thank you.